2: Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. This extra is all about... More banshee stories. I've got three stories to share this week. Are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. When I was just seven years old, living in Dundrum, county down in Ireland, I had this terrifying experience that I'll never forget. I was always scared of anything ghostly, even at such a young age. And little did I know, that fear was about to become all too real. It was a stormy night just like something out of a scary story. I was in my cosy bed, lying on my back and holding onto to the covers tightly. The moon was shining through the small window in my room, which we called the box room. It was this tiny space that always made me feel trapped. As I was about to fall asleep, a sudden gust of wind startled me awake. I saw the curtains move before settling back into place. I couldn't resist my curiosity, so I got out of bed to check the window. To my surprise, it was closed tightly. I couldn't explain what had just happened, so I went back to bed, puzzled. Lying there, occasionally glancing at the curtains... I started to feel this eerie calm wash over me. The strange gust of wind had disappeared and I felt safer. I closed my eyes, hoping to drift back to sleep. But in an instant, that hope was shattered. A powerful rush of wind filled the room, making the curtains billow and almost touch the ceiling. My heart started racing... And fear gripped me as I saw something absolutely terrifying. There, hovering over my bed, was a tattered figure in a white cloak. It was like a banshee had appeared out of thin air. Its malevolent gaze froze me in place. I desperately fought against the invisible force that seemed to tighten the covers around my neck. With my eyes squeezed shut, I somehow managed to break free And escaped the Banshee's grip. I ran down the hallway in sheer terror, waking up my parents and panicking about what had just happened. Unfortunately, my father, being a stern and practical man, dismissed my fear as childish nonsense. He scolded me, telling me to grow up, and brought me back to my room. I spent the rest of that night sitting upright in bed, Shaking beneath the safety of my covers, I silently prayed, hoping that the banshee wouldn't hear the pounding of my heart. Now at the age of 38, I can honestly say that I will never sleep with my bed facing a window again. The memory of that haunting encounter stays with me, and my dear wife understands just how deeply it affected me. Over time, I've come across stories of something called Old Hag Syndrome, but regardless of its name, the terror it brought upon my young self is still really vivid. Though I truly hope that the Banshee will never return to torment me again, there's still a lingering unease deep within me. Will her vengeful spirit come back into my life? Only time will reveal the answer to this mystery. You better take care Toby. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one in the box room, the windy room, for more than one reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the one that gets the banshee. <laughs> I don't want a banshee. Well, you're the one, you're the one embracing your Irishness, so you get the banshee. Yeah, free to. What does the matter? What's the matter, too scared? <laughs> too scared for a banshee. We're actually recording this quite late, so I think I've gone a bit, um, I think I'm a bit delirious, because it's well past my bedtime. (laughs) Right, are you ready for the second story? Yes, I am. You know, I've always had this strange ability to sense things that others might overlook or brush off as insignificant it's like I have this innate connection to the paranormal and all things out of the ordinary. Anyway, my kids have been really sick lately, dealing with terrible congestion. So for the past week, I've been staying up late with them, trying to make them sleep at an incline to ease their discomfort. But let me tell you about this creepy incident that happened two nights ago. I was holding my daughter who was struggling to sleep due to her congestion. Exhausted, I ended up dozing off with her on my chest. And then, out of nowhere, I woke up to this bizarre sound coming from outside my bedroom window. I mean, it was the kind of sound that would make you expect to see something absolutely horrifying if you dare to peek through the blinds. It was this eerie, mournful, moan or wail I'd never heard before in my life. Now let me give you some context. I live in this trailer park just outside a really small town. It's not the most glamorous place, I know, but the trailers are actually pretty spread out, giving it this sort of upscale vibe, if you can believe it. I know my neighbours well, I've met them all and I recognise their voices. So when I heard that wailing, I knew it wasn't coming from any of them. It startled me awake, and for a moment, I thought I was still dreaming. But no, I was wide awake. I checked my phone, and it was exactly 2.22am. And then that spine-chilling wail came again. It was long and filled with so much pain. I held my daughter even tighter, my heart pounding in my chest. And just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, it happened one more time. This time, the world was so profoundly sad, it felt like it was cutting right through me. I was absolutely paralysed with fear. But after about half an hour, I couldn't take it anymore. I had this gut feeling that something was trying to communicate with me, trying to warn me about something. I just couldn't shake off the uneasy feeling that lingered in the air. And with both my kids sick, my worries only intensified. Was this some sort of forewarning? You know, I've heard about banshees and their wells being a sign of impending death in the family. So, when I finally mustered the courage to wake up my husband and tell him what had happened, I couldn't help but mention that I felt it was a warning about the death of a family member but he didn't take me seriously he was half asleep and just brushed it off going back to his snoring I couldn't sleep after that I mean how could I something just didn't feel right and then the very next day my husband's aunt called him with devastating news his uncle had suffered four major strokes one after the other at 5am that same day He was in the ICU, and the doctors said he was practically brain dead. They had no hope, claiming that more than half of his brain was irreversibly damaged. So tonight, at 8pm, they're pulling the plug. It's just so heartbreaking, the timing of it all, you know. It's hard not to connect the dots. Those haunting wails I heard in the middle of the night, they were like a premonition of the tragedy that was about to befall our family even though my husband may not have taken me seriously can't shake off this eerie connection between those otherworldly cries and the devastating loss we're about to face
3: first of all I thought something
2: bad was going to happen to one of the kids me too especially when she said that one fell asleep on her Um, obviously it doesn't say how old the children are but you've got to be careful doing that when they're little babies. But sometimes you're just so exhausted, you crash out. Yeah. Sad, though. Either way, you know, fortunately it wasn't one of the children. But it's still sad that it was her um, her husband's uncle. Yeah. Right, are you ready for the third and final scary story? Yes, oh yeah. I have a few personal experiences to share about Banshee visits in the Irish countryside. After we moved to a bungalow in the Midlands, strange things started happening. One night in August 2000, when I was eight years old, I woke up and looked out the window. I saw a fluorescent yellow figure, which I now believe to be a Banshee. It was brushing its hair and floating towards my window... Its face had missing flesh and it wore a dress or a nightdress. I was both amazed and scared, feeling as though I was being beckoned to wait. When I realised it was approaching the window, I called out for my parents. A few days later, a friend of my parents died from a heart attack on his tractor. We moved to my mother's family's home a few years later and my dad and I had a strange experience. After returning home one day, we both heard the sound of children running from the top of the stairs, across the landing and towards my parents' room. We thought it might be my younger brother or sister, but they were both still in the car. When we first moved into this house, my parents told us the story of how they once heard children singing and laughing in the room below them. We have also experienced odd occurrences such as the smell of pipe smoke by the old fireplace and flashes of something in the corner of our eyes. Our shed, where I have a homemade gym, gives us all a feeling of being watched. My mother sometimes refuses to go in there because of it. Last year, I had another encounter with what I believe to be the Banshee. We have an old mobile home that we gave to my grandparents years ago. I use it to study during university exams. One day, while I was working on my laptop with music playing, I heard a mournful whining or wailing in the background. Although we have cats, this sound was different from their usual wailing. I turned up the volume and waited until it eventually faded away. The following day, a local man who lived on a hill we could see from our house passed away. My sister reminded me of an incident a few years ago when I was in the United States in July. She woke up one night and looked at her bedroom door, which is connected to the landing. She saw a pale figure with an open mouth gazing in through the window next to my bedroom door. After that, she became uneasy about that window. Again, a neighbour passed away the following day. One more experience to share... A few weeks after my grandfather passed away in 2006, I was sitting in the room reading the newspaper when I felt a pinch on my back. When I checked the mirror, I saw nail marks on my skin. It was interesting because my granddad used to do that to me a lot when I was a kid and we were very close. My home is an 18th century Georgian farmhouse, which adds to the mystery of these experiences. I must say that I find paranormal phenomena interesting, especially due to a long history of such activity in my family, particularly in the area where my house is located and within the house itself. As a trained scientist, I'm generally sceptical, but living where I do and based on my own experiences, I wholeheartedly believe in the reality of such encounters. I bet they were your favourites, weren't they? Yeah. Because they were in Ireland. That was, we watched a film the other week. What was it called again, the Irish film? Into the West. Into the West. Toby loved it. And it is actually about folklore, isn't it? Some Irish folklore. Yeah. It's a pretty old film with Gabrielle Byrne. Um, but it's a lovely film. It is lovely. Yeah. It really is. So recommend that. <laughs> I do. I yeah. really recommend it. Yeah,
3: it is quite a good film.
2: Yeah, we watched it with Rodge, didn't we? You're going to yeah. watch it again, do you think? Yeah, probably soon. What was the horse called again? Karen and Nob. And that's what the fake lore is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That brings us to the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed. And let us know what you liked here. Yeah, and we'll be back again
3: on Monday. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.